the System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 80, where we're going to be talking about creating epic video content. And this next guest that I have is so amazing. And I hope that you laugh as hard as I do. She is incredible at being charismatic and just showing up as herself on video, which I know for a lot of us can be really difficult. Um, But first, I do want to say if you haven't already checked out uh, the System Saved Me Summit, then please, please do so. It is where I gathered the most epic systems people to bring you the just the most outstanding implementation techniques and strategies on the planet. So it literally is to help you put these things in place in your business in a very streamlined and simple way. So it is free. So you'll get access to some videos for free. Go to systemsavingsummit.com to check it out. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Now let's get ready to dive deep into creating epic video content. Hey y'all, I'm so excited to share this guest with you today. Uh, We just spent some time in person together a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, I guess. It's been longer than a month. I don't know. I feel like I saw you yesterday. Um, But Brittany is amazing. Um, And so I'm really, really stoked uh, for you guys to get some of her goodness. You might have seen her creeping on your newsfeed. She creeps all over my newsfeed and I really don't mind. Um, So Brittany, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, so go ahead and share a couple of details about you and your business. Um, so I own a marketing company called nerdygirl.co. Um, and we started out, um, primarily as copywriters. We did a lot of, um, blogging, um, back in the day when blogging was like the thing to be doing. Um, and it's been really interesting recently. We've had kind of a really exciting pivot into more video based marketing. Cause that's really the way that everything is heading. And so we do a lot of education now. Um, we still do the done for you services, but now we also have added a whole lot of consulting and coaching and um, training products to help business owners figure out how to incorporate video into their social media strategy and how to use it to sell, but not be too salesy and also be entertaining, but not go too far in that direction that they're not actually selling anything. So it's, it's a fine balance. Um, but we, we focus mostly on video now and not necessarily creating videos for clients, but helping the clients themselves create their own videos and then figure out how to distribute them and, um, build funnels around them and all that fun stuff. Yes. All the fun stuff. So let's go ahead and dive, um, into kind of, uh, your process around kind of your cornerstone content video system. Um, but first kind of describe what your business was like before you had this kind of video system. Um, you did touch on what you, your business did before, but before you were doing video, kind of what were the things that you were trying to do to market? Um, and, but you, and you kind of then drove you to, oh, video is where it's at. 
Oh man, so many things. I can't even tell you how many different ad platforms and hundreds of ad campaigns I've run. I've run ads. I'm gonna see if I can remember all the different platforms. So I'm done. Um, Facebook, obviously, uh, Instagram, of course, Pinterest, Twitter, Reddit, Google ad, like all the different forms of Google ads, Google search, Google display, YouTube, in video, YouTube, Instra like just oh all the, I don't even remember what they're called now. <laughs> <laughs> Switching. Um, but yeah, like oh, LinkedIn, didn't forget LinkedIn, spend a crap load of money on LinkedIn. Um, yeah. <laughs> but kind of learn the ins and outs of all these different platforms. And really video has been um, the huge bomb of awesomeness that has exploded in my business recently. Um, and I've noticed across the board, when I incorporate video into my advertising, it at least cuts my costs in half, if not way more. Um, so I'm a big believer in video. Um, I think it's really fun. Um, but as far as like the system part goes, um, I will say that I spent a ton of time just once you have a video, you know, that it's, it, it's, it's only as good as how many people see it. So you got to get it out there in the world. And so by the time you, by the time we actually mapped out and started building a process around how are we going to distribute this video content? There are so many steps in that process that now we've got maybe at any one time, we've got three different people working through um, the workflow to just get a video out there. And before that, I was doing all of it myself and it was just, it was a full-time job, just yeah. making these videos, editing the videos and then making sure they get in front of the right people. It was just a big thing. So that was definitely the first thing we wanted to make sure. And I mean, we had systematized some things before, but that's, it's my, my pet project, my pet system right now. <laughs> Your pet system. I love it. <laughs> all right. So go ahead and walk us through kind of the steps. I know there's a lot of steps. So if you don't have to get to the nitty gritty, like click this button, but, um, <laughs> go ahead and walk us through the steps of kind of this, this cornerstone video system and really, um, walk us through from, I'm assuming, you know, storyboard ideation, then mm -hmm. all the way to, okay, where do you want to publish it? Et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Okay, cool. So, um, the kind of the initiation of the process starts with me, of course. Um, I, what I do is I have my little idea bank. I have it on Wonderlist. Wonderlist. I don't know how to say that, yeah. <laughs> but I have it on there and that's kind of where I store all my ideas for later. And it's funny because my ideas for later, they always get saved and they rarely get done because by the time I get to the list, I usually have a new idea that I want to work on. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> But it's nice to have that there in case I run out of ideas. Um, but so I have an idea and it's usually, I've gotten down to where I can get my part done in a day, which I feel really good about. Because nice. actually now we've, we've built in processes and systems and delegations and stuff that creating videos is like my only job. That's like all I do yeah. now because our whole content strategy is it, it's initiated from these videos. So I've got my idea bank and I picked the idea for the day. Um, I, I am at home with my boys. So all of this is interrupted like a bajillion times all day long. <laughs> um, but uh, I spend usually the morning working on my script. I script out all my videos. Um, and uh, it's interesting because I don't actually follow the script um, when I, when I record it, I mean, I, I kind of do, but it's really important to me. And this is a big thing that I teach in my coaching program that I don't sound scripted. I don't want to be, right. I don't want at all to feel like I'm reciting something, but I do want to make sure that I have an idea of what I'm going to say and that I convey everything as concisely as I can. So what I'll do is I'll script out the whole thing. It's kind of like writing a blog post. Um, gotcha. I'll script it out. And then when I film, I will just kind of glance down at my script glance up at the camera and kind of paraphrase. Um, so that's a really important part of it, but that I'm getting ahead of myself. So I script it out. Um, and then I will, uh, I'm trying to think if there's, 
a step in between. Oh, I have to clean my room. <laughs> Important. <laughs> yes, check that box. Um, clean the room, uh, clean the face, you know, make the face look good. Um, I got my video glasses on. I've got my, my glass-free glasses and then my actual glasses that I wear at night when I'm watching Netflix. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I get my video glasses on. I get my camera out. It's, I keep it set up all the time now because I'm filming all the time. So it's just like in the corner. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I'm going through like the really detailed version. I gotta like, no, <laughs> um, so then I film and then I take a walk <laughs> and then I edit. Um, I've gotten the editing process down to a science. I can usually, depending on the length of the video, I can get it done in an hour or two. Wow. Um, depending on how fancy I want to get with the, with the effects and fun overlays and things that I like to do. Um, but I'll edit it. And then now what we've started doing recently that I, it's like my favorite part of the day is that I take all my outtakes and all the like funny parts of my videos and I'll make a separate video from those. I'll make a, like a highlight reel or a blooper reel, um, set that to music and we'll actually take that and use it to share primarily on, on Instagram. I love that. Um, so that's our little Instagram piece. So I'll have that. Um, and I'll, I'll take my favorite screenshots from that. I usually, I, I look for the, the silliest ones and we use those for the featured image and we'll do like a longer Pinterest image that I don't have to put together. I have like a template on Canva that, um, so we're kind of moving into. So I think that's all I do. I edit the video and I upload it to Facebook natively um, and I upload it to YouTube natively. And then I write a little blurb about it. That's kind of like what would be the status update text that goes before it. Um, and then once that's done, then my part is done. I, I tag out. Oh, I do make it square. I, I edit the video. I move it into a different program, make it square. For the blurb, the little blue reel for Instagram. Um, and then I put that in Dropbox for my team. And then, so now I'm going to get to the list. So this is what they do. So they go into the draft on Facebook and YouTube. I've already put the blurb in there, but they add tags for SEO. Um, and uh, make sure everything looks the way it's supposed to. And then they, they publish those or schedule them depending on when the blog post comes out on all the different things. So they make sure everything's tagged. Um, they kind of customize the blurb based on the platform. Like in YouTube, they want to make sure if there's a call to action, they put that toward the top um, in the description. Um, they make sure that we have captions available. Um, we've been having issues with captions recently. Um, Facebook's generate caption generator has been pretty good, but they as of right now have been cutting us off at five minutes and most of my videos are more than five minutes. Mm -hmm. So we've been having to take the SRT file from YouTube and move it over to Facebook, which has been kind of a, a headache, but hopefully that'll get better soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they edit the captions, try to make them look better. Um, then they take the blurb and the transcript that, of the script that I've already written. They turn it into a blog post. Um, they add that Pinterest image um, and the featured image from my template in Canva. And then um, they, let's see, what else do they do? They schedule the post. There's kind of a series of things that need to happen to, you know, that the post is formatted correctly. And then they pin, they pin it from the blog and then they pin it to Pinterest from directly from YouTube. So we're doing that twice. And we also, it's going into my board booster account. So those are getting looped out, you know, oh. to several different group boards once, nice. once that first pin is made. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Getting cycled through. And then my assistant will also take the audio from the YouTube video and bring that into her. I think she's still using GarageBand for this. I'm not sure, but she has my intro and outro for my podcast and just turns each video into a podcast. So brilliant. Um, 
And that's, I don't know if that always ends up in the blog post. Sometimes it does. It kind of, kind of depends on timing. Um, but then she'll take the blurb um, that I wrote and also turn it into an email um, in my Actionetics account, mm-hmm. uh, take the featured image, put it in that email. And then of course I'm always getting like links to these images and links to the screenshots so I can kind of like check in and make sure everything looks the way I like it. Cause I'm like super anal about my images. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has to have like the perfect little yeah. border of the white space. I'm really, yeah, I'm, I'm very like that. My Virgo side comes out on that. Cool. Um, <laughs> so then we take the video. So we always publish the videos from my Facebook page and then I share it to my Facebook group. Um, so I usually do that. So she'll send me the link and then I'll, I'll share that and add my little, I don't know, something dumb. <laughs> and then um, my assistant will also, she, she always adds the link to the video on Facebook. I have a content assets spreadsheet. And so I try to keep track of, of everything. So I have, have the links to everything in one place, um, just in case I want to reference them later. I know where to find them. And then we put, we use later to schedule the Instagram stuff. And we also have their, the upgraded service, the link in bio. Um, yeah. So then we can link those little blurb videos directly to the blog post um, where we've published the, the full video because we, you know, Instagram, you can only publish a video that's 60 seconds. So if right. you watch the video, then they can go straight from that to the link in the bio, which will link them to the, the proper blog post. Right. But that's it. Dang. It's a I lot. <laughs> a lot. So y'all wonder why her videos are so amazing is because there's all of this goodness and the they're back. the source of everything that we do and actually there's some, there's still some automation that's built on top of that like we have right. from my youtube channel we have some automated recipes that go out like the the videos go straight to linkedin and then from instagram stuff goes to twitter i forget i forget what we have running i need to like audit those processes from time to time because i get really excited about automation and sometimes i do dumb things <laughs> Does that sound like Zapier or something? Or what? You, or yeah. Um, well, no. These these are on if this than that. But I use Zapier like it's my job. I love that thing. Yeah. No, it's it's super fun. I know. I probably need to check into my automations as well because who knows what's what's going on in my life. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Stuff's just out there running. <laughs> happy little robots making your life work it's a beautiful thing but yeah I just the system is the greatest I actually I I took some things off of it I was gonna have previously I was gonna outsource the editing process of things but I I can't let it go I have so much fun doing it and I I feel like I feel like at least for the foreseeable future I I just I don't see anybody else loving on my videos like I do and being like I need an emoji of a poop right here you know what I mean <laughs> like I just don't I, I can't count on other people to be as weird as I am so I feel like I need to hold on to that at least for now well yeah and I think I mean it just has like the Britney touch like it just is it's so wonderful and if you guys mm-hmm. haven't gotten go to her Facebook page and I'm sure you'll get retargeted and you <laughs> you will we'll retarget you until you die <laughs> So, um, so then do you have, with all of those different blurbs and captions and all the languaging, do you have templates or is it just kind of you write it on the spot as you're making the videos? Does that make sense? Like, I, you know, it kind of depends. I have, so now I've written so much ad copy that I kind of have like a template memorized and I don't even think about it now when I do it because it always follows a pretty similar structure. It's like, you know, you identify the problem, maybe do like an attention getter sentence or not, you know, or a positioning sentence. It kind of depends. And then kind of tell them what you're going to tell them and then tell them what to do next. If they, if you like what, 
you know, if they like what you tell them. Um, so that's pretty much the formula. It's not complicated. Um, if I'm feeling lazy, sometimes I'll take just the first couple of paragraphs from the script. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's pretty straightforward. And I really like, I used to get really intense with the emails that I would write. I used to write these like really long, like journal entry sorts of emails, but now that we're trying to just kind of systematize everything. And now, and it's interesting because my audience has kind of told me what they wanted to see from me and it's video. They just want, you know, they want me to make videos. So now I'm making videos. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So how often are you making, I know you said your part takes about a day. I mean, are you pumping like one video a week out, one every other week? What's your... Um, so for a while, that was the goal to do one a week. Um, I recently increased it. We're, we're shooting for like three to five a week um, now. Um, but it kind of depends. I, we recently have been onboarding some, some new interns. And so while they kind of get, get their feet wet, we've slowed down a little bit just to make sure everybody's up to speed and that we can keep up with everything. Um, my, my assistant is amazing. And uh, she, she always, she believes that she could do all the things. And I appreciate that. But I am always trying to be like, you don't have to like do all the things. Like, let's get some help. So it's gonna, it's an interesting process kind of figuring out who's going to do what and all that different stuff. But I do think once we get into a good groove with everybody, we'll be, we'll be pumping them out pretty fast. Yeah. I know. Three to five. I can't even imagine <laughs> videos a week, but I mean, it's like, if you have a system and that's what you love to do, then have at it. And especially if it's converting for you and all of that stuff, which I think it honestly, do you feel like video can convert for anybody or I think video is fantastic. I really think video is second, like as, as a sales tool, video is second only to one-on-one -on -one conversations because really just intuitively it makes so much sense to that someone, it's so much more powerful for someone to see your face and hear your voice and see the sincerity with which you're delivering your message. You know, it's, it's the closest thing we have online to a one-on-one -on -one personal interaction. So it, it just makes sense. You know, everybody knows we buy things from people we feel like we know, like, and trust. Yeah. And it's a lot easier for me to trust you if I've seen you on camera than it is if I've seen some like highly Photoshopped picture of you, you know, even like right. 18 different highly Photoshopped pictures of you. I still don't feel like I know you. Right. Um, but if I've seen you do your thing and I actually, I just finished a video yesterday about authenticity and about how important it is for people to see your imperfections on video because it really, it's, it can be quite endearing um, for, for people to see your goofy side. And that's why I started doing these bloopers because I just, the, the massive influx of brand loyalty that I've been able to experience since I started making video, the cornerstone of, of what we do has been just really staggering to me. Like I, I'm still just kind of like freaking out about it. It's amazing. It's amazing because I have people coming to me and they're like, I'm so excited to work with you. And it's like, I don't know you, but that's great. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's really fun to see, to see what video can do. And I love to teach yeah. it because I, I have experienced firsthand how, how powerful it is and not just, you know, for getting attention, but actually for, you know, increasing your bottom line. And it's been, it's been very profitable for us. Yeah, and I loved your fangirl video specifically. <laughs> so that was that was definitely fun to watch, and I'm not surprised that people are fangirling you all over the place. I'm <laughs> all over the place. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah so it's good. So a um, couple of the last questions. Uh, what was your best financial investment in business? My best financial investment? Ooh. Yes. <laughs> 
two, two of them. One was quite a lot bigger than the other one. The first, okay, so the smaller one was ClickFunnels. I love ClickFunnels. Um, and it's funny, it's like a scrappy little software, but it has such a cool community around it. Um, and that's why I stick with it. Um, despite, you know, it goes out from time to time and I'm like, ah, but, but I love those guys. Yeah. Loyalty. It's a big deal. Um, so it, it, I credit ClickFunnels with a lot of the passive revenue that we're making now, which is super fun. Um, but, but my bigger one that was the obvious one that came to mind for me was, um, the investment that I made in my first coach. Um, I was, it's crazy to think it was like, this time last year, even like not even this, I think it was May of last year. I was just in a really like dark place. Um, my original business model that I had for nerdy girl was just not working and everything was kind of falling apart and I was just a mess. I just felt like I was like a failure of a human being. And I was just like, um, and I went to speak at this event and met this coach there. And for whatever reason we, they had, it was a really cool thing. They actually had what what's called a coach's corner and you could schedule a little like 20 minute talk, um, with a series of coaches. You could kind of pick the one that, that resonated with you and just sit down and talk to him and it was included it was part of the conference so I sat down with her and 20 minutes turned into like an hour and a half and I was just like holy crap like and I was I've been very coach averse like my whole life I've been like I I didn't buy any courses I didn't buy anything I was just like I will figure this out myself like don't tell me what to do but like I was just sat down with her and I'm just like I need to work with you like I know you're going to change my life. And it was like way more than I could possibly have even conceptualized at that time. She told me how much she charges and I'm like, excuse me, like what? (laughs) Um, And so it took me a good month or two to actually like wrap my head around making that investment. Um, But I worked with her. It wasn't very long. I think we, I think we had just like a three month thing and we would talk every week and it really just mindset wise, it totally saved me and saved my business. I really think because I just, I was making a bunch of dumb decisions based on my emotional desperation. You know, it's like when we get desperate, we made just dumb decisions. And for me, dumb decisions look like pouring like tons of money into Facebook ads and then pulling it all out when I didn't see results like the next day. Um, and of course you don't get results that way. And so it was just like, I don't know. I, I think I would, I could have easily like bankrupted my business if I kept going down that road. And so she, um, just kind of introduced me to, to some distinctions and ways of thinking that totally just rocked my world. And, and I think really saved my business. Yeah, no, I, I think that stuff is really important too. I was very coach averse as well. I was like, yeah. nah, like I am superwoman. Hear me roar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. need to think of coaching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I, I'm a coaching convert now. I, you know, that wasn't, I hired another coach later that year. That's how I, I met you, Jordan. Um, because I just, I totally, it shifted the way I, that I thought about, um, I don't know, buying things, I guess. Yeah, I know those, those big investments will like kick you in the butt and be like, okay, like this is serious. And, you know, yeah. But it's, it's powerful. It, making that sort of investment in yourself and in your business is such a powerful thing. And, and I think the investment is part of that, you know, like making a big investment is, it, it can, it can be wonderful or terrible kind of depending on how you look at it. Yeah. But for me, the big value of coaching is not really what you learn from the coach. And I certainly don't, you know, expect a coach. Like when I went into it first, like I expected this coach to like miraculously deliver me results from the heavens somehow, but I got, got over that really quickly. And I realized that sometimes with coaching, 
really what you're paying for and the best benefit that you get out of it is just being around someone who can lift you higher. You know what I mean? And just the proximity to people you respect like that yep. is, is a really valuable thing. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Amen to all the things. Uh, and then uh, what was your worst financial investment in business? Worst financial investment. Okay. Well, okay. So when Nerdy Girl started, our original concept was a lot different from, from what we had now. And our, um, my, my big idea that I thought was going to be revolutionary for everybody was I thought we were going to be kind of like the, like the replacement for direct sales companies. Um, because when I started, I was like really jaded about that whole model. I live in Utah. I live in like the direct sales capital of like the universe. And it just seemed to me that there were enough women who were, who wanted to work at home, who wanted to be with their kids, but they, they didn't really believe in that model or want to be a part of that model. And I didn't really feel like there were many good options, um, outside of that. And so I thought, so I started selling marketing services and I found that it was, for me, it was really easy to sell. I had a lot of people who were like, yes, I totally need that. Like sign me up. And so I thought if I could just build a brand and build some training and build some assets and distribute them to people who are in my same boat, home with kids and wanting to, to make some money on the side, then, then we could create this really big thing, kind of enable these, these women or in some cases men to go out there and sell these marketing services and have kind of little mini agencies from home. And it wouldn't be multi-level, but it would be what I envisioned to be like a massive sales organization. Yeah. Um, and so and we would provide kind of the back end and all the talent and they would just kind of, you know, they would decide, do I want to be on the talent side or do I want to be, um, we call them our partners. Do we want to be like on the sales side of things? And so we spent, so we got um, investment capital. We got around 40 grand, not around, we got 40 grand. Um, and that was when I did all the advertising on all the different platforms. I, um, w it was recruiting. That was all the advertising was for. I mean, we ultimately, when we spent all the money on LinkedIn, it was past the point where we realized that the recruiting stuff wasn't going to work. Um, and we, we tried to advertise for clients. But in the beginning, it was all just to, to recruit these salespeople. And for whatever reason, we recruited and recruited and recruited and brought all these people in. And what we discovered was they either didn't want to sell, they just wanted to write. Um, so we had all this talent. We had tons and tons of talent, but no feet on the street. We had people, right. or we had people who said they were going to sell. We're really excited about the opportunity, but then for whatever reason, didn't or couldn't, or, you know, found other things that were easier, or I don't know what it was. And maybe it was, you know, I, I, I'm assuming that a big part of it was me. I just didn't know how to train a sales team because yeah. it had always kind of come easily to me. Right. Um, but so we spent all this money, we brought in, you know, hundreds of people and it just, results weren't there at all. And so we'd spent thousands of dollars on ads and that investment capital was just gone and we had like nothing to show for it. And that was why, you know, I got into that, you know, dark night of the soul place where I was just like, well, crap, you know, like what happens now? Cause we've got kind of a marketing agency. We've got kind of a brand, but I don't have anybody to go out there and sell it. And that was why video was so powerful because I knew that I could sell it, yeah. but I couldn't go out there and knock doors. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I had to kind of scale whatever I was doing. So that's when we started making videos and here we are. Here we are today. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. Well, where can people find you online? They need to find you website, Facebook, Instagram, all the places. 
All the oh okay, all the places. Well, primarily they should find me on Facebook because that's my favorite place to hang out, and prime and especially uh, my Facebook group, the Nerdy Girl and Guy Mastermind um, on Facebook, and they can also find my Facebook page, which is just under my name, Brittany Bullen. Um, Instagram as well, Brittany Bullen. Um, and then I also own, I own a bunch of websites, but uh, my my website homes homes are brittanybullen.com and nerdygirl.co. Um, brittanybullen.com is for my personal brand. It's mostly um, the consulting and teaching side. And then nerdygirl.co is the home of our done for you stuff. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Very nice. Well, I am so happy that you came on and I'm super excited for hopefully the floodgates of folks that are going to go from me. Let's have gum. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for taking the time. I so appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. It's been so fun. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.